0: Five, four, three, two, one. Blackness.
1: The night. The (laughs) clouds. The stars of Paramount. (laughs) Um, this is it. The DVD commentary. Starring me, Jack Black. And...
2: You like my first shot here? This is a homage to Scorpio Rising, actually, for those of you who know the Kenneth Anger film.
1: That's Richard Linkletter who just said that.
2: We actually had to redigitize Scott Rudin's credit there. It was too big when I was first contemplating this opening sequence. There was, oh, you can't do that, put the
1: credits, because it's all, the guilds are all sized. Dude, I remember someone's name was going to be like the this. hand stamp. Yeah. It was, remember that? We,
2: were, we couldn't get the, it was all about the size. The hand stamp was You like your small. horns,
1: though, on that little design, then not you? I like the the fact the that it's horns. flickering. The S in school is yes. flickering. That's there was a good there idea. There was some
2: issue to change the title from
1: The School of Rock to School of Rock. I think we're officially School of Rock, but... I know But we didn't change that Thank God I can't decide what I like better The School of Rock or School of Rock Here's your intro Remember it was We thought it would be funny to
2: The first we see you're being an obnoxious selfish musician Yeah Worried about your own sound and What? Yeah <laughs> I think that's a fun intro like, And then I'm really pleased into in yourself.
0: You. Yeah
1: When did you first hear of School of Rock? Mike White called me And uh, he was like, I want to write something for you to be the lead in. Because, you know, I I had a a smaller part in a movie that he wrote called Orange County. And he he had this idea where I was going to be like a substitute teacher at a school and, uh, you know, teaching them music. Or it wasn't a substitute at first. It was like. No, it was a substitute. Or something like.
2: It was a substitute. Right. Like she gets in
1: a wreck. Oh, well, that's later. Yeah, Before. Yeah. I mean, I'm talking about the very beginning, when it was just like a little seed. You were going to find your way into a school and take over. Yeah. Well, that like it was always, you know, a frustrated musician, a kind of a failure right. that uh, was going to teach these kids how to something in secret, you know? Right. And um, I thought that was a cool idea, and then he wrote it up, and I, and I loved it. I was scared though because the first draft of it he uh he got the job by accidentally breaking the other teacher's leg. Right. And, <laughs> and then That always freaks me out any kind of right. like injury humor. <laughs> whenever like Yeah, you didn't respond to that. I remember that when I came aboard uh,
2: several drafts in. Yeah. That was still an issue on the table. It's like how to get them into the classroom without actually Injuring someone, like, yeah, it's funny, but it's not funny for the person who's getting. Does it really hurt? Or you had some theories yeah. there,
1: but uh, yeah, I think he found a good way, a better way to to sneak me in there. I like the scene there actually, how it, how it works. Yeah, like that. I mean,
2: it we telescoped it quite a bit, but I mean, you would work with Scott Rudin, the producer, and Mike on Orange County, and yeah. I think Mike told me like. He was talking to Scott about doing another script. Maybe he owed him another script. There there was another deal. Yeah. And he knew you well. He'd lived next door to you and I that's think wanted true. to write something to your specific gifts. Yes. I think he,
1: And uh, that's where it all started. He certainly did. Yeah, it's, it kind of went through a lot of drafts, you know. There were a lot of notes from uh, Rudin, and you had a lot of notes. and then.
2: Yeah, I came aboard. Now, when did you first... I'm still not clear on certain things. I got a
1: script from Rudin and a
2: call from Rudin and that kind of thing. And I actually passed initially. Oh, yeah.
1: (laughs) But then I talked to you on the phone once. Well, Rudin's first said, you know, well, what about Richard Linkletter to direct it? And uh, we were both like, yeah, because uh, we knew how how awesome your other films were, you know. And Mike was like, yeah, he's got a lot of – he's got a lot of – integrity is going to bring to the table, and I agreed. And I thought, well, let's just get his ass on board. But I was afraid that you were going to stop me from uh, being, being told. Well, not being funny, <laughs> but being overly broad. And my plan was to go redonkuloid at times. I remember you, you know. saying that. You wanted to be redonculous? Yeah. I'm like, yeah, we'll be redonculous. I wanted to go, yeah. I Don't worry. Go- yeah, you assured me. <laughs> that the redonkuli would be there. That's right. <laughs> Once we agreed on the redonkula, but I ultimately think I, this, I think you I think I, you actually reined me in a few times and saved me from my own redonkulousness. <laughs> it's a fine line in the redonkulous. Yeah. But um, no, it was fun. I remember like
2: coming to LA, meeting with Mike and you. Or I met with Mike all day. We just talked about the script and you know where it could go and what we're doing kind of a tonal thing, and then you came over that night. I think you were busy during the day. Yeah. Fairly tired, but we just talked kind of about music and where to go with it, and then later, we just talked a lot about music, as I remember. That's true. But a lot of it, we we knew that Mike and, and both of us, I think we had a feel, like as you reach for what you want a film to be, and you're feeling that out, it's also good to know what you don't want to be. And right. we, we had the worst version in our minds, all of us, I think. That's true. You had for your character and everything, and I think we were all
1: knowing what to avoid. Well, I just wanted to avoid the cuteness. Yeah,
2: we were all on the same page on that one. That's always the... the and that's uh... casting and just the tone and the... I don't know. I don't even know if I have that many films in my mind specifically. It's just kind of a, a general note... You know, this is Spider. He's replacing you. like all the films you hear about with the feature kids that are cute, I've never even seen any of those. I just kind of feel like I have. Maybe I've seen trailers, yeah. <laughs> or you know, you just think like, oh,
1: I don't want to do that. <laughs> I love this band, man.
2: Oh, no vacancy rules. You really put man. together
0: a great.
1: Uh, it was fun band.
2: casting a band because it's not only musical ability; they're a real. Look band. at how they're,
0: sensitive
1: they're, he is, Lucas.
2: Lucas yeah. Lucas, the bass player, mm-hmm. he's really a guitar player. We moved him to bass just
1: because I liked his. That's character. true. Isn't he in a in a? Yeah, yeah. Very good. He's really very
2: good, good guitar player. And Adam is so great. Do you ever? Do great we ever voice. hear the
1: drummer talk? Because he used no, an English accent. No, we had
2: a very funny bit. We said, yeah. do. We look at yourself and look at us. That was cut out. Yeah, it was just kind of like everything. It's a pacing right. thing. It was funny. He's telling you you yeah. need to you know look at yourself. I told you you know. Yeah. To, Go to the gym, love. You know, he was doing this British accent. He was
1: the intellectual of yeah, No the, Vacancy. The drummer. Lucas was the, uh, sorry, I just knocked the microphone. No, that's all right. Yeah, Chris Stack the drummer. Was the drummer. Chris great. Stack was the intellectual yeah. of the band. Lucas was the emotional core. Mm-hmm. Adam Pascal was the power-hungry uh, Leader, yeah, corporate lead dude. singer. Want to be he's corporate sellout. Great. He's actually great. He was in uh, um, and you were probably the original the, the, cast of the, the, Rent. Yeah, among many other Broadway smash mm, great hits. Great
2: voice. I yeah. remember casting him. He came in with "Heal Me, I'm Heart Sick, the last song in the movie. Yeah. We had a um, Craig Wiedren who did the wrote that song. He had that, and we just gave it to guys to take home and come in and perform. And he right. spent the weekend on it and came in and just nailed
1: it. Yeah, just he did. Deep, heartfelt. I was like, oh man, I this remember song that.
2: actually could be great.
1: You got a lot of gems in the. Uh, in the casting process. Was that is that fun for you to do that? Oh yeah. Wait a Enough. second, here's Joan.
0: Yeah. Hi, my name's Rosalie Mullins. Um I'm the principal. The great Joan Scream.
1: my yeah. favorite actress yeah. living oh, oh, man.
2: emergency here. One of our teachers so broke great. her leg on the way to school so this morning. Fun. And all of our subs are already working. Pat Wickham at Milton Prep recommended I do. It was fun to, to see Joan is often playing the um the Look at that spirit. sexy leg! Did you see that? He's got a little flank in there.
1: Ooh, little yeah. ch- flank steak. <laughs> <laughs> you really, you really didn't mind showing my. Uh... Yeah, well, hey, man, I'm trying to help you out here. It sells tickets, yeah, that's I suppose. Right. <laughs> that's the word.
2: <laughs> this is. You came up with this little bit. Yeah. This little. What?
1: Oh, you know what? I think he's just coming in. Right? I
2: like that it goes on a little longer than it should. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's just like the humor of it. It's like. You do a little more than you have to, <laughs> and then this voice.
1: Hello, this is Ned
2: And this Clash song. That was, no, it pays off right here. That this is was a, a
1: fun shot to do with the like a little moving. This crane is a great thing. song. You picked <clears throat> this song for its uh, for this excitement bit. level at this going into Hogwarts School. Exactly. <laughs> We've
2: never been in a bind like. This. Isn't it fun to see Joan as kind of the uptight, you know, prim and proper? Because you get a sense she's rock and roll underneath, like, yeah. like that comes out later. But it was fun to see her sort of against type, you know, totally. to be a uptight principal. Okay,
1: well, yeah. when you cut my check, just make a payable to Dewey Finn for tax
2: reasons. I like, this sets a tone for your character. He's, like, completely self-absorbed. And yeah. really, like, his own interests are bigger than, you know, getting away with it. It's like, can I get out of here early? I think that's yeah. hilarious that you would uh-huh. you would just try to sneak out of you Like, that's bigger than being caught or, yeah. like, you would risk it.
1: Like you not even thinking that way. You know. It is a really funny scene. Like, I d- love you're this You're worried about scene. your check. You know. you know, Joan is a real, like she's a a tweaker, if if oh, that's yeah. a good word. Uh-huh. She likes to tweak. I remember yeah, she was know. always touching she's, her own glasses in mm-hmm. between takes.
2: A lot of tweaks, nips <laughs> and dicks and nips and whoops. And Joan keeps coming at you with new little nuances, like each take. Yeah. She's such a, a pro. She'll put a little more on this, a little <laughs> let off that. It was so fun to work with her that way. Yeah. You know, that's my favorite kind of actor would just keep coming with stuff. You know, little gradations from what you've already worked on, but give you yeah. a little more, you know, just not the same thing every time. She know? really so knew how fun. to work it. Love just your expression it. here. This gets a laugh, just the way you kind of
1: saunter in. Oh, yeah, I know what I'm doing. Yeah. Yeah. Here we go. Mr. <laughs> Mr. Yeah. It's all good. Why don't you write
0: your name on the board? Yes.
1: Yes, I will. Funny man, Mr. S. Mr. S. S.
2: He takes over. Uh, whoopsie Daisy,
1: bailage.
0: <laughs>
2: <laughs> we had a thing we cut out here where she was picking on Freddie. That yeah. means you, Freddie. We establish him as the little screw up.
1: A lot of people thing. think I made up all my lines because you know a lot of these things are funny and like sound off the cuff. That's the
2: ultimate compliment you can for get. The writing, if the writing yeah. is good, it's like worked it's worked it out.
1: Oh, Mike, why'd you have to have the flu? He could be here. Wait, he's
2: not here. We should be
1: ripping on him. Maybe he's actually just scared to watch the movie with us because of the possible, yeah, the criticism that could come his way. That's right.
2: We had a section here that we went through Snickers and applesauce, and there were a lot of things, but, you know, in the editing, you get right to, (laughs) we got right to Tamika and the
1: sandwich. Yeah. That's
2: an editing room dilemma, you know, it's like keeping it moving. You lose a little general humor tone for it's the cool, story. Bro. Yeah. Miriam. Yeah. Tamika. She
1: you found the, her. She was the
2: last one cast in this whole movie.
1: You found Kind of an her open call. At the last second. Kind of last second. Right in the nick of time. Right the week before we started rehearsals. What a find.
2: Well, we needed, you know, it was kind of particular. A great voice, obviously, and a girl who's yeah. kind of large. Yeah. It's hard to advertise for that. Right. How hard do you to, advertise Yeah, Very that? subtly, subtly. Right. But it, it worked. She came in and kind of blew us away. She's great. I love the ne'er-do-wells in the back: Frankie and Freddie, Angelo and Kevin. Yeah. Such little delinquents.
1: He gets set up right away. Yeah. As the you, you get
2: the vibe from him. There was a thing earlier where she tells him to, that means you, Freddie. I kind of like it that we arrive at it rather than being told. He's the bad guy. He's like the motorcycle guy in Bad News Bears. Right, exactly. Uh, Miranda, Summer. <laughs> I, I knew this film was going to work when I saw a video. Just I was sitting there in my place in Austin going through videos, and I came across this little pixie, Yeah, littler than the others. Miranda's the youngest cast member. She's only nine. Wow. Most of the kids are 10 or 11, but she had this kind of verbal quality and this kind of sureness about herself. Yeah, Cute, but serious and kind of against type. I think it was written for, like, a blonde hair, snooty kind of girl. Yeah. I we remember thinking, well, Miranda's kind of not that, but is that, you know, in her she's own. She's got a She's great... her own version of it. Yeah. Like, she's... we've seen that person before, the know-it-all, but you got to like her, ultimately. She's
1: got that great, super confident quality, yeah. Oh, the violence. <laughs> Fear. Look at that. What it's raining red shards of paper. There will be no grades, or gold stars, or demerits. We're gonna have recess all the time. Woo!
0: But Miss Denim only gives us recess for 15 minutes. Hey! You're not here I wish we
2: had a wider. You were doing this little goose step down. thing that was hilarious. Kind, you can but kind
1: of see it. You can sense it. It's
2: yeah. below the uh-huh. frame, but it's there. You were doing.
1: I wish yeah. I would have had a great. You know, the desk. It was hard to actually yeah. capture that. I love but... Cole in that scene. The kid that played Leonard. Yeah. Oh, he's awesome. Demerits. <laughs> Demerits. I just love the way he says words. Yeah. Well, great. he has the best line in the whole movie. Yeah.
2: You mean we're not in the bang? <laughs> That's the that's biggest oh. the whole audience. Every audience. Oh. All right. Well
0: that's fine, Emily. You're excused.
2: <laughs> I love this whole dynamic here. Oh yeah. Remember that right before three, you you're just looking at that second hand? I thought to make it very juvenile yeah. on your part, like you're more juvenile than the kids that establishes that. <laughs> Like they're in no hurry to get out of there. I think I got one are. one high five out of that whole row of kids. Yeah. I know, and it really didn't affect you at all. No. <laughs> like, I'm ready to party. <laughs> you're you're heading out, you know.
0: It's very highly recommended. Oh. Mr. Schneebly! Yeah. Mr Schneebly!
2: Little physicality here jumping. If <laughs> <laughs> <That's laughs> you could have right. put a foot on a hood. No stunt man
1: there. It. No That was no way. All, all my natural athleticism. Who are these guys? There were musicians who were into...
2: See, that one, the way the thing floated to the camera. Oh, this the is kind those. of a sad scene. People are like, yeah. oh, uh-huh. man. Uh-huh. But uh-huh. I, I like it. This really establishes Dewey. You're, like, kicked out of your band. Yeah. You got no money. You're behind on your rent, and people think you suck. You're really at the end of something here. It's
1: pathetic. He's it's putting sad. flyers
2: up, and no one's biting. You're not a teacher. That's what I love about Dewey, though. That's what I... Oh, wait. This is my cameo. Oh, my God! That's me, the long-lost the drummer.
1: Middle. You're the guy in the middle. But we were going to talk about... You're going to say, whatever happened to that guy? Well, I was... OD or something? <laughs> I don't know if that counts as a cameo, dude. Oh, if you're I just in a photograph... That's
2: my kind of cameo. A
1: cameo, you actually have to do some acting. And I guess you did when you posed for the photo. I got
2: tattoos put on myself for that and wore a little fishnet.
0: We did (laughs) that. Remember, it was
2: like the last week of rehearsal.
1: We were out there and took some photos. Okay, Sarah Silverman is in this scene. Oh, man. And she is so funny, (laughs) but she was constantly torturing Mike. Constantly. By making him laugh right before it was Mm -hmm. time for his take. And I think her favorite line was okay guys to the crew. Yeah. Do you want to do it? Wasn't it, you guys, come on. Let's do this fast. Mike has diarrhea. She said that about
2: fourteen times.
1: And then you would say action and Mike would be stuck in this weird.
2: (laughs) I like Ned's character that he's just this. I like the rock and roll radio. Oh yeah, I got a sneak. That's Kiss doing the Ramones. That's Kiss? A Kiss cover nice how about that
1: that was kind of a coup yeah got that hell yeah is that off one of their albums or is that is that re- especially was those, for the yeah like right.
2: tribute things hey,
1: what do you like to do
0: i don't know burn stuff
1: just go out and have recess
0: my parents don't spend 15 15-
2: Thousand dollars a
1: year wondering for what
2: number to come up with here, like how much their tuition should be. <laughs> we were I going around like, to private schools like, what do they pay here? Right. We're at this one out in Long Island. It was 15000 a year. Yeah, so. Okay, that's that good. That sounds about right. This is the, the I, pump speech for the movie. This is your inspirational Oh, yeah. Talk. This is my mountaintop anger jam.
1: It is. You're just going to lose big time because the world is run by the man. Who? The man. You don't know the man? Angelo. Yeah, Angelo plays Frankie. Angelo you know, is the man. He is the man, and he actually he taught me how to get past the first stage in Splinter Cell <laughs> on my Xbox. I had to bring him to my trailer and get a private lesson. <laughs>
2: it's like the kid's expressions. Are... Yeah. But I still can't believe we got this line through the censors. Well,
1: like, just because Paramount...
2: But they're a corporate parent, and MTV
1: parent. are in the same family. But you just said they ruined rock and roll. I know. That's why they should have stopped us from saying was, that.
2: Even on the day, I thought the phone was about to ring, saying, "Oh, hey, can I you know. change? We just noticed that you're kind of putting hey, down." Hey, you know
1: what? Then maybe that's that's something that's cool of MTV. They're is so to big to let us do that.
2: Or you know what? They're so big. Had it been maybe 15 years ago, right? They would have been, "Hey, you know, we're not." Now they're so big. So ubiquitous. There's nothing. It's like they would like some loser musician saying they ruined it. They're (laughs) laughing at Uh you, dude.
1: (laughs) This is where I realize At the urinal. I like that he has uh this Eureka moment at the urinal.
2: We try to get yeah. these urinals. I don't know if that reads as well as I would've liked the
1: small kitty urinals. Oh They're small, right. but it, I don't know if the it, problem is I'm so short that it looked kind <laughs> of right. I know what you're going for, Now,
2: but. this scene was hell actually because we had to train every kid, not Robert Sai here, the great piano player, but the other kids, everyone needed an instrument. They all needed it we had to come up with a song. It was for this one scene. It it had to set their classical tone. But it you know, you see Freddie will progress. Yeah. And this is, I think most people are looking at summer on the right, but it's really, you know, Rebecca, Katie, to her at the cello. On the cello. (laughs) You know. This is
1: where you first see Joey. Shreddy. Shreddy Krueger. Here it comes. (laughs) Shreddy. George. What? That's
2: a mo oh. The wave.
0: Yeah. When
2: I saw you do the wave, I was like, okay, that's it. That's my bread that. and butter. This was the first thing we shot. Remember that first day? It was like five degrees outside. No way! That's Remember right.
1: Remember that? Oh, it was freezing and cold. We shot this
2: like a month later on a soundstage. But um, I like again a little physicality here.
1: This little <laughs> hurdle, little whoop,
2: Rod Milburn. There. I was jumping was,
1: over nothing, by the way. <laughs> but it, you had like, a little whoop, little yeah. thing in your step. I always like to look at Robert Tsai, the kid who plays yeah. Lawrence, just to so see he's, if, if is he's, he's about smiling. to start laughing. Yeah. He's always
2: about to. Yeah. You can rest assured. Why didn't anyone I have to say, I think this is my favorite scene in the movie. Yeah? yeah. When you get the band together. Oh, yeah. I mean, the,
1: in a way, the movie really kicks off here, like, what will be the movie. Well, that was really important to, me, to you, and I think it was really key. Like, we had to believe you
2: as their Pied Piper leader, right. and we also had to believe they could play. Yeah. We had to, in a very short time, yeah. see that they had the goods. Okay. Remember rehearsing this? It was so fun coming up with these three songs, like, well, we have to get these real archetypical rock, you know. These, yeah, you that's know, right. These licks that are identifiable to so many, you know, Iron Man, and Smoke on the Water, and Back in my you know. And Joey, because he's a total rock star, it was getting him to be stiff. Right. Like, to say classical stiff kind of guitar player. I don't know if that's totally accurate, but that was the conception. To We had to get him to loosen up from being stiff. So well, it was yeah, a, his acting him. is to act like he's doing this for the first time. That's right. That was his big chore. His trajectory. <laughs> To have an arc, he had
1: to pretend yeah. to not know any but we, rock. We were, we
2: were playing for the final colors, yeah. like who the kid really
1: is is who he is at the end. You're right. That was really easy for now, him to let his hair down and rock at the end.
2: Robert here is truly the kid in our cast who had the School of Rock education. That's true. I mean, absolutely no rock reference.
1: Yeah, he had zero rock.
2: But here he is, doing Ray Manzarek proud. Remember rehearsing this? It was like, yeah. this has got to... This is one of my one of my more favorite of your kind of improv things we worked up. <laughs> this. this, this good the line. Good <laughs> <good at> you. <laughs> and you see Robert's kind of smiling there. I like your look here. Stop. That's perfect. You're perfect. See, you got the band here. You're, you're pumped. You're on a That's roll. Right. You're two for two. You got a guitar. You got okay. A- what was your name? Katie.
1: Katie, what was that thing you were playing today? The big thing. Cello. Okay. This is a bass guitar, and it's the exact same thing. But instead of playing like this, you tip it on the side. cello, you've got a bass. Try it on. Okay, now play this note right here. That's a G. Okay. But let your fingers do the rock and keep that G coming all day long. Well, you know,
2: there was another thing that we didn't get. It was on another take. And just play this G over G, G, G. Because if it's a bass, that's all you have to do. Play the same that's note. That's right. We put a little, it was kind of funny. You were talking about bass players.
1: But I think we covered it Yeah, yeah, we get the idea Let your fingers do the rocking Yeah, but it was like, that as a bass player, that's all you'll be doing Yeah Okay, that's ridiculous <laughs> That that's the audition for drumming <laughs> Oh, God
2: It was hard, because unlike guitar, like, what do you do? It's no. ridiculous that you wouldn't have already
1: soundproofed the room That's true But, but what, also Where do we get What's ridiculous is that I am such a bad drummer <laughs> for me to even. <laughs> he surpasses you immediately. The yeah. Above it. And the, the middle one. No middle one. I changed my mind. Not going off Now give me some rhythm.
2: Oh, it was important that Dewey oh, 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 oh. actually that same is passionate, but he's knowledgeable. Yeah. He knows his stuff. He's not this lunkhead metal guy who doesn't know his stuff. I like the guy Dewey can read music. Yeah. Passionate, smart, and, it, and obviously finding he's a good teacher. Like, that was interesting to me that, he could be that guy.
1: That really, I mean, does that's sound very
2: important. Good. I think for your character, like, because to me, okay. Now this is here. Okay, here I we actually
1: go. do play my own guitar solo right here. Check it out. Yes, Boom! Yes. Oh. all right,
0: let's go.
1: Now, while that is a really bad solo, you can see that I make up for badness with passion. Exactly. That goes a long not way. Not just in the movie, but in reality. He's not a good teacher, do we? He? He's not a good teacher of anything except for what he does teach, The Rock. Why? Because he loves The Rock. And I've had a couple teachers in my youth that were great teachers, like my acting teacher in uh, ninth grade, Debbie Devine. She loved teaching the acting. She loved, you know, doing it. And That was my most inspirational Mm -hmm.
2: teacher. There's nothing as inspiring as, like, inspiration. Someone who's enthusiastic about what they're talking about. Whatever it is, you can make the most boring subject or aspect of life pretty exciting if it's related to you with that kind of zest.
1: Did you have any good film teachers?
2: Not really. I never went to film school. I mean, to me, it was like, it's so sad when you get kind of a lame education. All the subjects that, as an adult, you discover really are interesting. But... You look back on your own education and go, God, that was so boringly presented. Some teacher sitting in the front of the classroom reading from the book, you know, it's like, no wonder I didn't learn anything. You know, to me, the film is a lot about a guy finding his niche, you know, in the world that, you know, society could label someone, oh, he's kind of a loser musician dude. But, you know, I mean, there's that that level of, oh, he kind of finds something, you know, about himself here. I think that was important that those people we judge out there as oh they don't really have anything to offer you know it's like uh, you know given the right circumstances everybody has something to offer other people it's just funny that you do it through illegal means here you know it's total happenstance and you're you're being selfish you know you're totally doing it for all your own reasons but I kind of related to that character who's trying to create his own world somehow despite everything around him he's trying to live his dreams It's fun to watch someone with a passion who has an intentionality. That's true. And who's lying and manipulating and doing everything to whatever it takes. I have a few friends like that. (laughs) (laughs) Caitlin, what a talent. Yeah. She's a wonderful little actress. She's so talented. She's like witty, smart. They're all Alicia.
1: Yeah. Stop. Before I start crying, because i found the
0: missing ingredient. You're like in
2: this little band. smile she gives. She had a little. <laughs> this was the hardest thing to do in the entire movie. Miranda is actually a very good singer to get off key and to not. <laughs> for you to believe what you just did there.
1: Okay. Do you know what I love? <laughs> is that all of their parents, while we were shooting this, were in a tiny little room like a half a mile away from us. And they, they weren't allowed to like sit on the set and watch wow. us acting.
2: Did you want 15 parents Dude, of
1: course not. Because it goes to my theory no. that it's impossible to rock in front of your parents. And yeah, I, I, I discovered true. this when I first played in front of my mom. The first rock show I played in front of my mom was the worst show I've ever done. Not that I, I was stoked that the parents were uncomfortable, but I contend <laughs> yeah. that it's impossible to rock in front of parents. Do you know what I mean?
2: Look at this. I was appalled. At the, this is a nice private school in Long Island. And they really are drinking, like, Kool-Aid. This is their diet. Kool-Aid, a burger. I was, like, surprised that the food was so...
1: Dude, what did you have when you were growing up? <laughs> well, probably the same. A sack lunch, maybe. Yeah. Apple.
2: Greens and fried chicken or whatever.
1: Robert Tsai is the king of the universe. Yeah,
2: I agree. Like, this scene mirrors something that actually happened to me. It was the first day of rehearsal. Robert shows up, and this is when you know you've just won... The whole thing, because he was like, I do not think I should be in the movie. I'm not really an actor, so I do not know what's expected of me. Perhaps I should not be in the movie. I'm like, Robert, that's why you're in the movie, because you're going to be great. But that's when I knew we were on track with him.
1: Well, this was one of the scenes when I read the script the first time. I circled and said, well, this is a scene I'm really looking forward to doing. Mm -hmm. And then this was really important to you that we have this crazy handshake. I don't remember. No, I remember. We did it one time in rehearsal and you were like, like, oh, "Uh, no, got to do the handshake. Don't forget the handshake. But the truth is, I don't (laughs) know what the hell I'm doing. It's just (laughs) a handshake that goes on forever. (laughs) We did extend it. You just kind of, we did about a bunch no. of takes, but by the
2: last one, you just, it got more and yeah. more elaborate and redonkulous. I remember Mike feeling really strong about having funny nicknames for all the kids. Like, you don't yeah. know the kids' names just yet, you're starting oh, to yeah. learn them, but it was like, it was coming up with nicknames for, for some <laughs> of the kids. Remember, we had a carrot top <laughs> in the script, but we didn't have a carrot top actor until we got right. James. Right. But like Braceface, you know, Blondie. I he, love
1: Mr. Cool
2: because of yeah, the
1: significance that we exactly. just had. I that. love the way you do it, too. I'm it's got cool. a little like, you know, you're already working. with. Him. Yeah.
2: Now, this is the great introduction of Brian Paldudo. Oh, that's Billy. right. I mean, these guys kind of go to work, and he, he has another agenda. <laughs> Fancy pants. <laughs> Fancy
1: turkey sub. That's a good name. Turkey sub, fancy pants, brace face. Yeah. I love these kids. little Zachary on the right. God, it's
0: crazy all...
1: that I'm going to put them in charge of building and operating lasers. <laughs> That's what,
2: I mean, this movie, it's so ridiculous, like yeah. so much of this, that yeah. you're doing it straight. There's something kind of wonderful about it. It's like so. <laughs> this I was scared of. Yeah, I didn't want yeah, to call we, these
1: 13-year-old we, girls groupies. Uh, try 10-year-old girls. 10-year-old girls. It just seems so wrong. and 11. <laughs> it was like, wait a second. Yeah,
2: you had problems gonna... with this. You had problems.
1: Well, I was, yeah. I we wanted had to, to, make to wrap sure. our
2: head around exactly. Right.
1: And I don't think it was even, was it changed words-wise, or did I just go at it with... A little bit. It's kind of... You made it simpler, like, let's just yeah. worship the
2: band. That was That's yours. right. Yeah, just because it was... Because the other one was like, and you'll be telling how great the band is, and that oh, yeah. you didn't That's feel right. so good about that. You just wanted to keep it simple. And. But as it stands now, it's a funny moment. I'm yeah. glad it stayed in there. But. Yeah, yeah. I mean, the funny thing is just you saying "groupies," right? Now the pledge.
1: I pledge allegiance. I pledge allegiance to the band.
2: This, when you say "creative control," I'm that gets a good laugh. I mean, that's kind of a holdover from earlier drafts. Remember how obsessed Dewey was such a kind of a fanatic about, like, creative control? He was sort of a control freak. That's right. It's less in the final version, but it's it's funny that it works here, I'm saying, because you're getting it straight right now. Who's the boss? You know, it's very, you know, if you look closely, Miranda, Summer nailed it. She's the only one who, like, totally, you know, it's over in the corner, but
1: she said it all perfect.
2: I love this moment oh, that this kid, yeah. Miranda's just sitting here. I'm working on this little research. grimace.
1: Yeah, she's done her groupie research. Mm-hmm. She is not pleased. Like you kind of know something's up here. I know I'm busted. Some
2: pretty. Look at how cold it was.
1: Oh, remember it was ridiculous. I remember it was. It felt colder than it was though. It felt oh, like it was no. zero. It was cold. It was five, but it felt zero. Yeah. No, I think it was fourteen. Yeah. But fourteen is still it's very Poor Miranda. Cold. I remember
2: she was purple in between takes where I mean that's the bigger issue where why were yeah. why were we shooting this film in New York? I mean that's kinda of where it was all you know, but it's not really set there. Remember I talked about well, I live in Texas, so I'm like, hey, we could shoot this in Yeah. You know, a lot of private schools around Dallas or Houston. So it would have been always fun to New do York. it in Austin. It it was, and it would have been but, cheaper.
1: Sure would. But have. the truth is, the something about the coldness and the crispness—it worked. It works, works with the tightness and the exactly. Yeah, exactly. Of the it's not a.
2: I like that it was sort of a fall winter type movie. Yeah. It, the oppression of the schools.
1: First thing you do when you start a band, um, Mr. Schneebly. Before we start, shouldn't I first take attendance? Okay, fine.
0: Michelle, here. Okay. And Marco, here. Okay. Uh, Summer, here.
2: <laughs> now, this is the biggest no no you could ever do. Actually, touch a kid like that and push a kid. Shover? <laughs> That's like the ultimate taboo, you know. Like, you never, no. ever touch a kid these days. No. I mean, when I was a kid, anymore. they would give us paddlings and beatings. and But, yeah. like, now. No,
1: come on. Your reaction here to these. You, shortstop. Puff daddy. Wrong. I wonder if I'm ever going to meet Puff Daddy and be in like he'll big be like, trouble. Hey with man, him.
2: no, he'll like it. I, I worry <laughs> oh. about that because I'm a huge Liza Minnelli fan. <laughs> yeah, you know, in the script it was Bette Midler. I kind of shifted it over to Liza <laughs> because I love Liza Minnelli. I flew across the country to watch her on Broadway and doing sure. songs from her dad's movies. And uh and so I would hope she would appreciate. But you never, you kind of worry when you're doing a riff. It's true. It does cross What's your that? mind. AC/DC. Didn't you say you didn't get into a puffy party one time? Yes, it's true. So, hey, he deserves no, it's it. True. Don't feel bad. Don't feel bad. I got back at him. You got, that's, your, <laughs> that's your payback.
1: It's just funny to me that he would say, who do you like, and then say, wrong. Yeah. What? Come on. Like, that's his blowhardness. That's really I mean, funny. It,
2: on paper, there's a lot not like about, you know, he's he's this kind of blowhard ego. That was funny to you. I remember that
1: rock appreciation and theory. The way you said theory. That there has to be two separate things there. (laughs) Well, you know, Uh there's always that in, like, advanced Mm -hmm. studies. It's and theory. I (laughs) mean, since I'm band manager, and I have the most responsibility when if you grade grub one more time, I will send you back to the first It's funny what's got it, what's funny to different ages. Like grade grub gets a big right. laugh with little kids. Right. Whereas the adults just kind of, would yeah. never laugh at grade grub. Why is a lot that of fine? levels here. Which I wrote. Let's hear it. What? Let's hear your song. You want to hear my song? I'll play you my song if you want to hear it. I was really insecure is, about this. I just want you to keep well, it, it This upcoming shot. When I first saw it, because you didn't cut away from me when I'm playing I remember my song, you, you
2: called me up. I was I was nervous for you to see the movie anyway, but then you you said, "Hey, <laughs> it's all cool except that one shot. It's a lot of me. Yeah, <laughs> you don't want to cut away to something, but that was the conception. It was, I'm just I, not I used totally, to seeing that I long totally, a shot either. It's kind of if you can get away with that on a, in a studio film, it's kind of fun. That's cool. But I, I thought it would it totally if you had any doubts totally sells his reality of his world. It's not a trick. This is you. This
0: is (laughs)
2: Dewey full on. It's just there's something on an unconscious level to the viewer. I think it just in some way you have to accept he's the real deal, you know, in his own Yeah, he can nail this. Look at how slow that move is. Yeah, it's it's a slow move, slow little dolly move, (laughs) creeping
1: along. It grew on me over time, but the first time I saw it, I was like, "Cut to someone else's face smiling or something." (laughs) Well, the humor of the piece,
2: where you're like, "That's dry ice." All the asides. Remember, as we worked on that, that was so essential to like, like these kind of asides, chimes, dry ice. I remember. We did about what, eight takes of this? Yeah, this
1: was one of the later ones. Yeah, this is probably about like six or so. Uh, Usually I feel like my best take is the first take, but sometimes. This was so, I mean, difficult. I mean, you make it
2: look easy. I can't imagine doing anything harder. I wrote that little
1: little nugget. The what? The song there. Oh, yeah, yeah. That's mine. Totally. Didn't make it onto the soundtrack album, unfortunately. That's because of the people who own you elsewhere,
2: right? But no, I remember talking about what would his song be. I like that it you caught a perfect balance between personal, like the rent issues like in his own life, but then he had
1: these kind of grandiose... I don't know, just to sing about your own hardcoreness, seems
2: right. so... Right, you like the idea of Dewey as kind of Full of it sort of grandiose about yeah. in the end of time. It was big, big themes. <laughs> big things you know, yeah. he was thinking about. But then but it was also personal. Like I like that Dewey's working from a place of hurt yeah. and anger maybe. Yeah. There's a certain bit of like, I'll show you yeah, and so that you could combine those both in one song, I think, was really impressive.
1: The way it shifts tones there. Well, you know, there was I a mean, time I thought I'm going to write all the music in the movie. Yeah, that was the initial. And one. then I gave up, and <laughs> but at least I got that one in there. Yeah. Mr. Mm-hmm. we came up with some names. There's Jordan there. Claire oh, and Veronica. Jordan Claire Green the no. and Veronica Afflerbach. <laughs> I don't know if I said that right. Aflerbach. Hello. How's it going? How about pig rectum? It's a science. That was, that
2: was a fun, when you came yeah. back with It's a Science. <laughs> this is all one shot, so there were That's right. good things about different ones, and we had to...
1: Yeah, it's cool how many of those you got, the one-shot wonders. It's kind of nice on a reality level, but it, it often limits you
2: because, like, say the first part of that was better than the second, you know, sometimes there's a slight little compromise. Right. Hopefully not. You have to.
1: She's always right on the brink of slapping me or screaming at me. <laughs> or grabbing you thought, by the shoulders or something to, like, straighten you up. <laughs> She's got.
0: <laughs> Brian was. you see I'm
2: talking Principal Oh, hi. Will you? he took to that role so well. He's great. He just had so much fun with it, you know. Would you find Brian? Did he come in on audition? Yeah, came in just like all the other kids. Cool. Every kid who came in had to not only do a scene or two,
1: but also had to do a play, an instrument, or sing a song. So you didn't discover Brian sang any of the send kids in the clowns like in the 40s and 50s. Like Lucille Ball would try to be discovered by at hanging at a drugstore or whatever at a soda fountain or something. Right. All you all didn't famous, discover anybody like that. Nobody came okay. in. I
2: mean, there's a myth out there that these are non-professional actors. The exact band, those kids. Didn't have a lot of acting experience, right? But, but the rest of the everybody kids, yeah. else, those kids are pros. That's true. I don't know. It bugs me when I read a cast of nonprofessionals. I yeah. mean, Bull, various levels of experience, but you know they got headshots, resumes. They come to auditions. You do scenes. They've got agents. You know, it's right. I mean, they were that, but they weren't like the worst kind of that. You know, That's the true. heavy stage moms and all that BS. But they they were like we were looking for like real kids who just happened to be interested in acting. And have some experience. We got the a cappella version of your song, but this is the version, ultimately, the the live version we're gonna hear of the band, that arrangement. Oh, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) And remember on the day we just worked up with the girls singing, like, oh, go sit over here and sing the chorus, you know, like we'll get it in the shot.
0: I think that's beautiful. it's so, I love it's so that. So funny. <laughs>
2: Freddie kicking it on the drums here. Right, Remember, I mean, just like it's like we need you being band leader, like yeah. tightening these kids up a little bit,
1: you know. Like, That's right. This is another opportunity to show. Yeah, that. And now we have to.
2: This is the next. The this is the next input on on Zach's, you know, loosening him up to be a rock star. That's right. Like you came up with all this robotronic. Yeah. Goosey. The kids
1: love the Lucy Goosey. Yeah, I know. And you know what? It's perfect. But the thing is, rock is about the passion, man. Key idea well, right there, me. I think. You're the lead guitarist, and we are counting on you for some style. Brother, well later I say it's all about getting mad at the man. But that's Way not all about. You know. It's also about the passion. <laughs> <laughs> There's about a lot of different a lot of things. Mixed messages here. I've sent some mixed, uh, yeah, mixed some signals. mixed lessons. Yeah, now raise
2: your <laughs> Oh. Remember you just told, like the way that the guitars he are crossing. He takes
1: to this lesson so yeah. well, though, wouldn't he? And we get look the, at him the sell that thing, baby, Joey. Way he to go, us rocker! Look oh yeah, <laughs> I knew that was gold when he did it yeah, on the day. On that looks so good. <laughs> I love that flying V guitar, the Yeah jerk. Is to listen to some real music. A little Zeppelin, a Little Zeppelin, For Blondie, a little Blondie. For <laughs> yes. Okay, that was my call to give me, give him because him. I really do believe that is the best keyboard solo in the oh, history of rock. Yeah, that was so fun on this. You movie agree with Actually, me.
2: oh yeah, I'm with you.
1: And Roundabout.
2: We, absolutely. And well, we went with, I mean, Rick Wakeman, Neil, Neil Pert. Like we yeah. hit these archetypes of. Like, who you might want to introduce someone to. It's true.
1: I st- and we carry I stand, it further. Behind. I stand behind all of these CD recommendations. Absolutely.
2: I mean, we only do this once. We're not going to mess around and throw something out there we don't yeah. believe. But it was fun to carry it all the way through. Like, at the final show, when you see that cape on Robert, you like to think, for those yeah. who know Rick Wakeman, that he might wear a cape. Check out how, s- like, how sad. Yeah. He's really, I love that, I love his performance. He's probably the most different. I mean, yeah. the kids, we kind of wanted them to be somewhat themselves. Yeah. Joey has to be the least like himself for the most amount of the movie. You Here's know what another... I mean? A kind of sullen kid. That's who's... true,
1: but this one's got a dark uh, a dark secret as well. Miriam. There's her secret fear. There's some well, good... Well, uh...
2: just a shyness. I think she sells it so well.
1: That's true. I mean, that's bad. really
2: kind of her. I mean... It was hard to pick the exact right song. She sang a Whitney Houston when she came in on the yeah. audition. When she hit
1: the... Do you know, like your little, I think this was a last second Yeah, there here. was a couple we were playing with, but She wanted to party with this one at the last minute, and I think it was a good call. Yeah. I don't remember what the other one she was doing. There were a couple out there. There that was one a gospel gives me the song. Shivers. When she sings that, when I saw that in the theater, I got I got little shingly yeah. shivers. Is there that a word, Chingli? There was
2: kind of a Broadway another Broadway song where you're thinking like what she what would be her reference, but this right. made the most sense. Like a show tune kind of thing.
1: This is what I love about this song that you picked here. Yeah. Roadrunner. Richmond. Look at how I walk right to it. Bump, yeah, you bump.
2: look like a Roadrunner.
1: It's just this right is, on the beat, though. And this
2: is arguably one of the first punk songs.
1: Did you pick that song because it went right with my walk in there?
2: You know how this is in post, you just try different songs right. and that one had the right. Spunk it to right it with my power but march. You gotta love the sentiment too. So I'm in love with rock and roll. So here comes Zach's dad. He's like the. I mean, it was written sort of okay. There's some pressure from parents and didn't want to hit it too hard, but it it is good to feel That's got like a real that kind feel of feel to it. Mike really believed in this. Like he really thought the songwriter. I remember going. it eh, felt a little formulaic for you know, but he really like felt strong about. We hey. really need.
1: There's a reason this kid shut down and he sometimes formulas are right. Like oh, E yeah. equals MC squared. <laughs> That's a good formula. <laughs>
2: there's a formula for you.
1: I think that guy, no, the no, guy that plays genre, his father, plays to, it so oh, real Tim, too.
2: Yeah, he's great because he's not. He's in a believable
1: way. He's and not I love like, those evil black gloves not that he wears. Frothing. Yeah.
2: He's a Volvo driving father. He's not frothing at the mouth, but it's that kind of oh, pressure. Yeah, kind of and
1: that was important. I remember that was important in the rewrite that that happened right before this scene to carry it yeah. into the scene. Absolutely. You know, the storytelling is
2: pretty tightly constructed, even though it feels pretty loose. But, like, everything's an input. Like, the band is right. progressing. And and this is... A, this is a lesson I love about your, anger I and rock. Your improv lesson, spontaneous improv lesson here, yeah. was all about, you know, shaking the
1: kids up and... And hey, but really and making a connection the, with, uh, with with Zach, uh, Zach too. saying hey, Yeah, indirectly, it's all about that. Your dad is kind of a b-hole. Let's sing
2: about it. <laughs> it was taking, I think it's the best lesson about art and creativity, that you pull something out of your own life. And this is the basic, like so much of rock and roll, there's that rebellious, there's like the sexual release type spirit. Right. And then there's like rebellion. And this, we sort of tapped into the rebellion that it was like. Okay, what makes you mad? It's the base level, but
1: that's what's cool about the movie too. I think is that while it's sweet, it's got this kind of subversive undercurrent going through it. <laughs> well, we were having our own fun. We were having our own, fun. We having our own yeah. fun with this. You know, you got, it. you
2: got it too. <laughs> No allowance. <laughs> <didn't get> <laughs> it's the most simple stuff: allowance, bullies, chores. You know. Yeah. The fact that you could actually
1: whip up a song about this. This but, was a really hard song to do yeah. in the movie because. Bullies. I love it when he says bullies. Yeah.
2: Another Cole <laughs> delivery. That's just. Done. Cole is the master. Cole. He's so is, simple. He just. I don't know. I mean, see, the, so there's obviously a connection between this scene and then Zach writing his own song. You know, it's sort of simple, but it it works yeah. storytelling wise. That's true. Remember, we argued about the step-off. I, I was really reaching for another word that meant that. I like step-off. You love off. step-off. Oh, yeah, I, and liked I it. And I ultimately do, too. I mean, very much. I just this had to be convinced.
1: This is hard here, though, is oh, going yeah. back and forth from me. Them,
2: you, Yeah. It was fun to cut yeah. loose here. and to, I mean, this is like the whole...
0: <laughs>
2: this was spontaneous. Those are all real laughs. That wasn't planned. You did kick over the desk. Oh, oh. I love that last little look. I mean, this all
1: was legit. That I mean, gila monster scream that I do really kind of... <laughs> that scares me to see it now. Who was that? I know. Who was that guy who emerged? I was temporarily possessed. I loved it. I loved to see that. You show the kids that that's okay. Wait, all this little nepotism. <laughs> that's short for nepotism.
2: I think it is. You're a little clever there. <laughs> you like the Yo-Yo Ma? Remember, you were. <laughs> we were just the assignment on this day was like, what are we gonna be talking about before we get uh-huh. down there? We want to. So you just sort of worked up all this.
1: <laughs>
0: I, you know I don't just cool go over though? all the
1: kids' heads. This goes over the adults' heads. I'm hungry for some of those tater tots, man. I oh, know. Those look good now. I was just ragging on their <laughs> diet, but it actually looks pretty good. It looks good to me. Some fruit punch and some tater tot. Ah, uh, the, the big board. The
2: legendary board. God, we spent weeks on that. I remember putting it up like a week before and letting the cast and crew comment, because I didn't want everybody's I hate these things when someone has the definitive family tree of the history of whatever. Inevitably, you just want to pick it apart. So Yeah at least everyone got to criticize and have some input and that's true it became a group project it got the whole
1: cast and crew kind of all uh, well on the what same was page. good was that by the time it was time to shoot that yeah scene we were done it we, felt like it was done yeah we had signed everyone had signed up. yeah I
2: like rebecca's little expression here. Uh-huh.
1: rebecca's great cute
2: yeah See, we see the little input. These montages are great because you can just, all the little in, storytelling
1: inputs, like he's going to be the uh, computer guy. That windmill is so ferocious. Yeah. I love this footage that you picked for this montage. Oh, uh, it was so
2: fun, like picking all these little bits. I thought, oh, and we're going to really do this history of rock. <laughs> ah, that's the best. This one here.
1: Because of what he well, does Angus and... right here. <laughs> Hello. <laughs> we, so you we had royalty. some
2: commentary there. You didn't make the montage, no, but you were talking not. there. That was very funny. Right. Summer mm-hmm. business. I love montages for this reason. You you get so much economical storytelling. That's true. Like, it, This buys us, the time frame of the movie is roughly three weeks. Yeah. And this buys us about a week and a half. Right. Of, uh, you know, you work out a timeline for everything. That's cool. I love yeah. the slideshow, the digital slideshow, by the way. Yeah, yeah. Someone said, oh, oh you don't way, have Iggy in the no, movie. I said, I'm, we do have Iggy. That's, that's him. True. He's the first
1: slide. Don't tell me we don't have Iggy. And by the way, when I'm clicking that clicker, I'm anticipating because it, I have no control. Yeah, yeah, we're faking it. I love getting Buddy, Buddy Rich and like Art Tatum. Melting into to Keith Moon. Art oh, Blakely, excuse me. Um, yeah. That's great. <laughs> that's a great look. It's sinking into his brains. Yes. Yeah, I do love that shot when he's sitting uh-huh. there just taking it in. Yeah.
2: There was a budding romance in the script between these two. Okay, wait a second.
1: I just want to go on the record right now and say that Meg White might be my favorite drummer. Yeah, absolutely. I feel bad if if they take this as a cut. That's not a diss. Here's the thing. Just the fact that they're talking about them. Meg White has psychic powers. I've witnessed it. Well, I hope she knows that was a loving tribute. That's of course, of course.
2: Like, he wishes, you know, he's just acting tough. Yeah up, and I do expect
0: everyone to have a
2: presentation. Okay, what you did here on this one take to actually each one, we did something different, but <laughs> you
1: put, you buttered your hand to... Is that true? Does butter actually heal a burn? Well, tell <laughs> us. Uh, <laughs> I don't know. That coffee wasn't really hot, of course. No, it seems like a thing to it. do. You sold it. You sold it, dude. Yeah. I have to say. <laughs> best defense is a good
0: offense. And, um, Roberta, now that I...
1: I love her little improv when oh, she's yeah, talking about, about the that. peanut tray. Yeah. And the,
2: yeah, there was more of that. It was very funny. So, an important little seed planted here. Yeah,
1: this is crucial. <laughs> and you don't I get think the payoff till like 20 minutes later. A little bit later, but um it's you well, think We I hit it home the hard dirt enough on her. Did we
2: hit it hard enough. Here? <laughs> 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 hmm. Is there a connection?
0: <laughs> <laughs>
1: Yeah, oh, that's okay. <laughs> Ding.
0: But Doesn't still, it's important. Yeah. No,
2: it has to work in you know? that. This is when the school's. I love scary. that school, man. Oh, Look it's at that. Yeah.
1: That's Staten Wagner Island, College
2: school in St- Wagner. 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 Wagner's college. I think it's Wagner. It looks like a Wagner. Yeah. So here's the sneak out. This man was a lot of fun.
1: Decorating. Okay, I just said less do this. That's Actually, a jack. Actually, I stole that. I stole that from Dave Groh. He, uh. Credit Dave with that one. Sometimes he would say less, paging less. Less. Less do this.
2: <laughs> that became one of our running, running. Yeah. You know. Less teams. do this. I didn't go to private schools.
1: Did you? I did. Did you? 11th and 12th grade, I went to uh, a private school.
2: Those are probably good years to be in a private school. But I worry about kids this age, when you're 10, and 11, right? 12. It seems kind of weird that there's so much parental, like, expectation, and there's a lot of pressure on kids to, like, oh, if you do bad, poorly in this fifth grade, you're not going to get into that junior high, and then you won't get into that prep school, and then you won't get into Yale. And it's like, oh, it's crazy. Yeah, it's so. Like,
0: oh, that's not what
1: life's is. about. He's gone. Up, hey, there's Nikki Cat. Actor Nikki Cat making a little cameo appearance. Hey, you want a piece of me? That was cool of him to come down and do it. <laughs> you know why he did it. Why? Because you were the director. Um. He We've have worked thrown, together before. He wouldn't have thrown down in a in a tiny part for anyone that was no, just some somebody he didn't no, know. we go way back. But he uh, he's he had fun,
2: and he's you know
1: he's an amazing character actor. I don't feel good. I feel sick. Just let Alicia and Mara do it. No, they can't sing like. This is another one of the scenes I loved.
0: What is there, you know? when yeah, I this first was read
1: another circle. Which is weird because it's kind of a sensitive scene. You liked all the Why sensitive. did I love the sensitive scene I, so much? I think it shows your sensitive side, Jack. There was one thing that was cut out of this. I remember, well, yeah. it wasn't cut out, but some takes I did it and some takes I didn't.
2: Mm-hmm. The, I'll point it, it out when else. it comes up here.
1: Yeah. Yeah. The weight problem. Right? Yeah. Okay, she's a big lady, but when she starts singing... She blows people's minds. Everybody wants to party with Aretha. And um, you know who else has a weight issue? Are you ready for a bombshell? Right. Yeah. You, Are you ready for a bombshell? I a bomb but I remember, you know what? It's I, probably better without I trim it.
2: I that out because although it was very funny, it was going a little off the course. Right. You know,
1: It's not really and like about, yeah.
2: Like there's a certain sincere quality yeah. through all this, even though it's kind of wacky. But like that was one step. I don't know. Ultimately, it was a tad. Although funny, it was one of those choices. Although funny, a little distracting, maybe from the. Yeah. Like it was good to see you, just kind of straight up. I mean, as straight as Dewey's gonna get here.
1: Miriam really as brought the, Miriam really brought her A game to that scene too. Oh, yeah. That was crucial. We needed yeah. her to I mean, kind of. You can't
2: be any better than her. We needed her, her you
1: know. to act that act butt off in that scene yeah. she really did great
2: hey, yeah like I couldn't have been more happy you know kids they're various levels of volatility in their performances I never worried about Miriam she was always like hammering nails you know just boom boom how
1: scary would it be though if your kid was lost for a while that's gotta be pretty scary stuff <laughs> that's why I'll never have one <laughs> what if I lose him what if I lose him hey man hey Funny, with this
2: was a longer kid. scene, too. Remember, you kind of threw a tantrum and threw a beer can. Oh, yeah. It, was, it got a little more wound <laughs> up. Again, it was that kind of... This was the second half of the scene we just jumped to. I love your little point here.
1: That you kind of... <laughs> well, in the end, the movie can only be so long. You got to start yeah. trimming something. Right. It's always like that, but... Yeah. And there was more
2: here, too, but...
0: You listen to me. Those aren't
2: real this rockers. to me bordered They're on like two, two after school but or whatever. Uh-huh. There was a quality <laughs> here that it, because remember, he was just trying to have fun. Remember, he had a lecture here about, oh, let me tell you something about fun. Oh, yeah. I've had, it wasn't that much fun. You know, it got a little more. I, just, I thought that yeah. was the more important sentiment, like one great show. To me, that was the more storytelling, less lecture y, more storytelling.
1: But, you know,
2: editing is sort of, you know, subtly rewriting a little bit, but.
1: So that was that great theater that we found, right? In Staten Island. We dec- found. This Listen, decrepit. I always say we found. I had nothing to do with it.
2: <laughs> Your spirit was with us every now, scouting trip. You approved it. But if you would have walked in and said, this place sucks, we wouldn't have. You know, that would have meant something.
1: Everyone always says that casting is 90% of directing, but how much is scouting? It's all the above, isn't it? Yeah. You
2: know, it's casting, it's... It's casting your collaborators, your costume people, your hair people. Hey, there's
1: Frank Whaley.
2: You know, I love that Frank Frank did this as a favor to me. I called him up and asked him if he would. And it's kind of one of these cameo things. I think it's kind of funny to have Robbie Krieger from the Doors movie now here being the... uh, Yeah, (laughs) that's
1: right. Pretty funny. It's always cool to get people that are overqualified. For overqualified. A small role.
2: His cup runneth over.
1: <laughs> this was a tricky little shot because it went in three stages. Yeah. Here we remember? stopped, and we, that's we the end of the shot, right? Closer. And then he's gonna walk Gotta off go on the move. Yeah.
2: I love see this little production design detail in the background. Yeah. Where the decrepit wall meets the floor. That's we made that. Nice. That, that wall is nicer. That was Jeremy Conway, our production designer in my whole art department. I just see that kind of detail you get. It is
1: totally screwed up. It makes a big difference. The yellowing paper in the background. This
2: lobby, as we remember, isn't the actual lobby from that theater in Staten Island. This is a different location. Right. So, But we had to match the decrepitness of the other place to this. So.
1: Yeah. Their terminal. But I was eating the same pizza there that day that I was on the day that we shot in the theater. Right, so it's all the same. We found you know, the best pizza in Staten Island. Finally and found it. I ate that thing. Till the Whatever cows came borough
2: out. we were in, you, you kind of picked a restaurant
1: it's Luger's
2: it's over in Brooklyn.
1: Don't tell people I had Luger's for lunch every day. Because that's <laughs> just, just not did. true. No. I had it once every three days. Tops. No. Maybe one time I had Peter Luger's steak two days in a row. It's really decadent because it's, uh, it's probably the best steak in the universe. <laughs> it's very expensive. But I felt that I needed it if I was going to be at my peak, peak acting performance. It out! You're dying, remember? Okay, coming up, our
2: Led Zeppelin song that we worked so hard for. Hell
0: like, it's yeah. It's kind of a
2: drab neighborhood in the car driving, but
1: it's <sighs> like the spirit... In the car, that is so bitchin'. And Then the skull, vibrating skull. And we had three different songs yeah, that we, we might had to have cover gone with. ourselves. Let's not say what the other songs were. No, I don't want to put them down. They were good. But they this was been good. by far the best, right? This take, I
2: loved your little hammer of the gods. You, you <laughs> added a little gog <gold>. that. <laughs> yeah. This was. this. This is one of my favorite scenes. It's, very, it's you know, it's a fun spirited. But, uh, well, just it's the fact that our... you have these fifth graders, when they should be in class, they're riding around in a van, yeah. listening
1: to Led Zeppelin. I mean, Smoke it doesn't get out of any thing. better than that. And we have this victory without we... ever having actually auditioned. I know, that's double victory. We emerge victorious. <laughs> I love this here. As it should be. Hey,
0: Mr. S. Mm-hmm. We have a name
1: for the band. The thing that, uh, makes me laugh is that some kids even at like the age of six that i've talked to that have seen the movie they get not everything but certain elements like they get that he's pretending to be a substitute teacher he's pretending (laughs) he's not but he that just makes me laugh that they really (laughs) dig that he's pretending and that's
2: naughty yeah, <laughs> yeah this, it has an element of, like, misbehaving and everything in it's so wrong. Yeah. You know, almost everything it does is just so...
1: <laughs> He's lying. He's
2: wrong. He's lying. What's our message here? We're teaching kids it's okay to lie.
1: No. You know what I think the message is? The message isn't for the kids. The message is for the adults, the parents. Don't be lame, parents. Exactly. Don't forget... Yeah. rock and roll Even parents can rock and roll If there is a message oh, Yeah come
0: in. That's sorry it sorry to interrupt But Miss Lemons said she heard music Coming from the classroom
1: Music? Uh Music I haven't heard any music Uh oh You know what Miss Lemons must be on crack Right kids? Mm-hmm. I remember I was scared to say that one well, too I uh, felt like that was a well, That was kind of an that? issue It's funny <laughs> That might have been rated R But then I was like Sometimes the lines that you're scared to say end up being the best lines uh, because you work a little harder to make it uh, acceptable. Or just the
2: fact that it, it kind of raised a little flag means right. you're in a territory that either could work or could right. not. like you're in a... It's worth kind of going for it
0: maybe.
1: I like that shot, too, of the lonesome guitar, so naked and exposed.
2: <laughs> Whose fault was that in the whole scheme of... How did that get left behind?
1: Well, I handed the guitar to Carrot Top. Right, carrot Top screwed up. Carrot Top carrot fumbled top. the ball, apparently. Yeah, he bricked. So please just <laughs> if you cut to Carrot Top right now, his face would be as red as his hair.
2: That's right. Okay. As it should Embarrassed be. at
1: the foible.
2: As it should be. There, there he is. is.
1: There he is, that little carrot top. Uh,
2: <sighs> some fancy footwork here.
1: Yeah. Okay, Mike, Mike. Mike. wrote the lyrics to this song, and uh, I don't know if he I was
2: ever to... satisfied. This is the one scene I, I always got a sense that Mike didn't totally. I don't
1: know. Did you ever get that? No. Okay. Good. But he maybe that you was behind saw your something back. that I didn't see.
2: Okay. Now the actual. <laughs> this
1: is one of my favorite scenes. Oh, absolutely. But I'll say this. Mike wrote the lyrics, but all this stuff. the music is well, more than a little bit of a you know a tribute to um, uh, schoolhouse rock. Yeah. No, it's eight.
2: Caitlin's so good. No,
1: it's
0: nine.
2: (laughs) No,
1: like to throw in, I was testing you. She's got a nice vibrato.
2: No, I didn't mean... I mean, Mike was like... I think it's one of the few times that I don't think we were going well, beyond what... You know.
1: I think he wanted the melody to be more of like a straight-up folksy...
2: Maybe. The, I, it was in the melody where I sensed the discontent, yeah. but... I hey, needed. A, hey, so I need what?
1: A, He's just the writer. I needed a little something yeah. more to party with, what melody was.
2: Well, you had fun with the... Six times a billion, you wanted to? I increase, wanted to say, I get for more hyperbolic. With that
1: the, was one of those times where, after we were done with it, a few hours later, I thought of something I wish right. I would have done. I wish I would have said six times a zillion is <laughs> zillion, yeah. Not being real. maybe it's for the best though that I kept it a, a billion. billion. Zillion doesn't even sound like a number, but it is <laughs> a number. I think how many zeros? On a, zillion? a lot more than a billion. Not, a, not as many as a skedillion. And definitely not as many as a Google. Google. Look at Bacon. the love that's blossoming there between me It and is.
2: I think it's going somewhere.
1: On, you know, teaching. Do you think maybe we could grab some coffee? You can't really teach someone how to have a good time. You can just have a good time can... and then it gets and it's kind of infectious. Exactly.
2: You have to see it's okay to have a good time. That there's permission to be had. I think sort of everyone's so approached in this culture. I I mean, my farther reaches of paranoia in like social molding and control is school teaches you to be a good worker, which isn't creative necessarily. It's like how to be a trained monkey to do your job and to cause as little problems as possible. So if that's the goal of the system, they're certainly not going to teach you to be you know, too creative or have too much fun, that's not in their quotient, you know, mm-hmm. for the whole process. So you have to find that on your own. But once you find that, that, oh, yeah, you know, that little, I think the human spirit will always rebel and have a little fun. The subversive thing from the corner, and that was kind of the spirit of this movie, was a lot of fun. Of, I felt we were the delinquent sort of in the corner. We're in this official system. Like the movie is sort of an official, you know, it's a Hollywood entertainment Right, you know it's a studio film going out to potentially a, a large audience but it was like us kind of having our little fun you know on the side within the within the whole project I don't know it had a great streak of fun rebellious spirit that I thought Dewey was about yeah like he's the wrong guy to be in that situation which made it so fun you know Joan is so great like that little cough
1: and she, now this song uh-huh. originally was going to be a different Fleetwood Mac yeah, song it
2: was less Stevie, it was more But then Joan was like the
1: chain Joan you know, what, wanted was that this one?
2: song You will never It was that Yeah, but in rehearsals I could tell Joan had a strong yeah. Strong personal affinity To Edge of Seventeen That's right <laughs> When you flapped your little wings here
1: that was the first I think it's a nice I think.
2: segue too to go from wings to little Michael Jackson. Maybe?
1: <laughs> <laughs> Where'd that come from? <laughs> That's a weird combo.
2: You're right. It's a great segue though, <laughs> right from the '70s to the '80s. That's sure. Or the early '80s to the later. <laughs> and she did a well, this song is actually what '81, '80, '81. I know. Oh, man. oh my gosh. I don't know. It man. was Stevie
1: Solo. And
2: I think Stevie'll so like all this?
1: I remember when we it's a, rehearsed this. a loving this. tribute to Stevie. Remember when we rehearsed this? It was all about, we rehearsed it to this song. Yeah. Until we nailed it perfectly on the, ooh. Ah, yeah. Excuse me. Yeah, let's try to hit. Yeah, the end of the scene right on the, ooh, baby, ooh. Hey, stuff
2: See, Dewey never gives you up here. He's always working her. Every scene with her, he's like, from the get-go. It's field trip, you know, field trip, getting out of class. He's always plotting. It's hard to sing along with a, because you can't have live music, but you had those little earwigs. That's true. We were
1: listening to the song in a little little earwig. A little
0: Danny Michael, our, our brilliant
2: sound guy, has little earwigs. I remember picking good times. We did a lot of different variations here. Another one being The Journey. Didn't she
1: just throw that in, the Could You would Stop you... That? Uh-huh. <laughs> she just did that one take. She just <laughs> yes. shut me up. Just, would you stop that? <laughs> That's funny. You know, this is
2: the first remember time we did variations we of what song you were doing? You had that Journey one. Oh, na, yeah. Na, na, na. It's, it's... Oh, yeah. That was pretty funny too. It was tough to, but you had got to get good times in there if you can.
1: It's good to have the choices, right? Mm-hmm. We yeah, yeah. Had you like kept. Three or we did different like different songs four different, different sections. Yeah.
2: Intimidated?
1: They hate me. No, they don't. Yes,
2: they do. They sure do. I can see. I wasn't always like this, you know. I wasn't always. You know, we actually did a test screening. You don't know this, but fuck. where we dropped this scene entirely.
1: This oh man. Scene,
2: believe it or not. I
1: would have missed it.
2: Oh, absolutely. I did it. Just it was one of those idea. It was like a bold idea for the keeping the thing moving. Right. But it was like it just decimated her character. No, yeah. It's just like it was like she went from being liking Joan to like why is Joan so underutilized in this movie? Like cuz it's so essential for her character to to oh, yeah, to feel that what she's doing here—it's funny, but it, you know—it's—it's it's her character. They pressure. I never wanted to be.
1: No, you're not. Yes, I am.
2: It's so like for Joan to come up with that to not say it out loud, just just well, mouth it.
1: It's so crucial uh, to set this up too, so that later when she's freaking out with the parents, yeah, you have we a real sense of uh,
2: when she puts her head in the corner, it's like what this she's is up against. She is living her worst nightmare. Yeah, and. Right from the moment you looked at her, she looks at you right there. Yeah. That is,
1: that scene continued. Yeah. She crawled in your lap. That's right. That's when the legendary makeout scene that was legendary, cut out of the- but is no more. I know why it was cut out though. It was political reasons. Well, plus if you okay. made, if I made out with her, <laughs> then when she finds out I'm a fraud, that would yeah. Just be it was one of those too things. Too unforgivable. It's one of
2: those things that's in itself is really funny but it ultimately opened a can of worms that never we never could resolve or it was just a subtle thing like we had one screening i think and it was like
0: eh.
1: check and out these costumes that these kids are wearing <laughs> that's not a bad idea hey it's glitter rock
2: i was kidding
0: <laughs>
1: excuse me hey
2: hey ho ha so we get the first hint of the song to be
1: wrote a
2: song
1: didn't we get this song in the nick of time
2: oh my gosh that was one of the worst you know like i describe it as the music industry meeting the film industry yeah to me the film industry is all about preparation planning rehearsal and schedule music and schedule yeah Yeah. like hey we got the battle of bands coming up we got to have this song we got to plant the seed here in this scene in music i swear to god it's all about Pulling it together at the last minute. It's
1: not. Yeah, music's not really about it's deadlines all, yeah. in the same way.
2: Yeah, and they couldn't quite get on our vibe. Okay, that's it. You guys. We were having these lunch meetings. Yeah, you know, like, hey, where is
1: it? Where is and it? And we weren't like that Chicago movie where everyone had all their songs done no. before the 30 years ever ago. started. Yeah. Yeah. No. We no, actually no. had to get all this music together, and when we figured out that I wasn't the musical genius I claimed to be. <laughs> We had to find somebody to write some songs lickety-split. That's right. It was your idea to get the Mooney Suzuki, do you know? I was so, a fan. It wasn't oh. so much my idea as I just saw them open for the strokes like two weeks before we shot this scene. I know. It's like, hey. And they kicked its ass, and I asked them would they do it, and by God, they... They came through big time, though. Yeah. They really did. Because they, they caught
2: the right vibe, you know. Like, we sort of live or die with this song. If this sucked, if you didn't kind of like it, I mean, yeah. we got nothing, you know? It's true. I mean, it's just good enough, you know? And you sort of believe he could have written these lyrics that That's that true. Mike came up with, also yeah. in a, with some prompting. That's true. I love, like, showing the inner workings of a band, how you would work on a song. So many movies and media depictions of of music you only see the final product you see the performance but to have you stopping and hey this would be better or give me some you know to show how you do it like if you're a kid and you're thinking about being in a band like oh maybe this is how you rehearse a little bit you know it's like the behind the scenes fun you you want to see the process and like and what you say right here about the let me do a solo here all that comes to pass remember you do in the final song take a solo there. This that's is sort true. of funny, and I left it in because you just sort of threw all this shit in. But... I'm glad you left that in. But but I because... wouldn't have done it if it didn't really, really happen. Because like, later, he does take a solo later. You take the first solo in yeah. the final show.
1: It's like you call it right there. Tomorrow's the big day. In reality, that's the closest I'll ever come to playing that solo, is singing it. <laughs> but you've gotten so good at singing solos. My ventrilo solo technique. I know. It's your ventrilo own. Ventrilo solo. You've
2: Raised it to a high art form at this point.
1: Every last stinking one of you. So let's just give this everything we got. We may fall on our faces, but if we do, we will fall with dignity. With a guitar in our hands and rock in our hearts. And in the words of ACDC, we roll tonight to the guitar bite. And for those about to rock, I salute you. Ross, excuse me. Just wanted to remind you about our little field trip tomorrow. What field trip? The educational concert we were talking about. That's cool. How that shot we oh, kind of catch up then. to Joan walking already. Yeah, we it's kind of pass her.
0: It's pull
2: good. her into the Remember shot. As few some cuts as possible. Good in that. You're still lying your way through this with the Mozart the and the.
0: Preparations. There's not enough time. I don't know anything about it. Where is it?
1: Bro, well, I've got it all covered. What's going on? Are you mad at me or something? No, no, Ned, I'm sorry. I'm just Ro Hair. Ro Hair. Hey, Stofer's?
0: Yeah. Or is Dutch it Stofer's?
2: Well, if you want to get all American, Roger Stofer's. Yeah. No, but it's a Ro like, Hair stuffer. like those delicious uh pizzas. We're talking about the cameraman.
1: Stofer's pizza. Ro Hair Stofer's.
2: And a great Jim McConkey, my um, steady cam operator, A yeah. camera. He was so great. I mean, you know, just we had a lot of steady cam in this movie, but without trying to be too obvious, there's a few shots that really scream out. But yeah, big difference in this world between a mediocre steady operator and one of the best. Yeah, big difference. If you have any doubt, look at the presidents on the wall during a shot. If they're lined up, you know, mediocre one, you'll be cutting off. Like George Washington will be out of the shot and Nixon will be in, you know. Like, right. but he
1: keeps it level. Just look at the level. Right. I thought you were saying because George Washington is more important than Nixon, <laughs> he should make Arguably, them. yes. green prep for twelve hundred dollars. I've never even worked there. What are you doing? Calling the school. Hi. This was a tough monologue, man. I really, oh yeah, I had to learn this m- more backwards and forwards than any of my other lines because of how fast I had to do it. Uh-huh. I don't have the best memory in the universe, so when I have to say stuff fast, then I really have to learn it. They called looking for a sub, and I said I was
0: you just to make some money, but then I
1: got there. don't even think we used the whole. Doesn't thing. Mike look like Rudolph the
2: Red-Nosed Reindeer? Yeah? Let me see. When he had that first look, he's like, "You expect his nose to
1: shine red?" <laughs> no, it's his nose isn't really shiny red there. Let me see. The okay, a little bit, <laughs> little Rudolph.
2: You know, I had to cut out, and she was making out with me. Did you even notice that? Because we cut it out of the movie, and when? then the principal, and then, me, and then she was making out with me, and then we
0: oh yeah had to excise had to
2: that. He well barely, done. It's a dialogue cut, but
1: that's a clean cut. Uh,
2: oh, the witch is back.
1: I like how she has psychic powers here.
2: Oh yeah, I mean the coincidences are. This was a smooth one here between the, your hand signals and the yeah. <laughs> it's a big focus pull on that, but what's going on, Ned? This was a little went a long way here. Like this scene went on longer, but it was like, oh, let's just plant the seed. We know yeah. he's a. We know he's like cooked here. Right. Again, the skull crosses. A lot of Volvos in this movie. That was an ongoing joke, the Volvos. We didn't quite hit it as hard as in the final cut as in the script. The
0: Volvos? It was kind of an ongoing
2: (laughs) Volvo thing.
0: What's
1: wrong? Roz, I'm not a teacher. Oh,
2: man. One of our rare night scenes on this movie this movie was very much a daytime i've done movies that are all night
1: but oh man where was i for that movie because i let'll tell night. you what that's my schedule yeah me too
2: i've never minded night shoots night shoots
0: get in there and tell those parents what you've been teaching their kids yeah you know
1: uh, math english uh-huh. uh, what science what else uh, geography history latin spanish of fun French. to see
2: the kids without their uniforms, but with the parent night. I've been on these parent night things, but.
0: Anyway, you know, just all the stuff you I
2: was kind of nervous about the scene, you know, as you approach something, like, can we pull off, I wasn't worried about this part, but the hallway when they start showing up and right. how all that, that was kind of tricky.
1: Or just the everyone yelling at the same yeah, time. Yeah, that can be
2: so messy.
1: Right. When he grows up, he wants to be a musician. Is this your influence? Yeah, Mr. Schneebly, why has my daughter
2: become obsessed with David Geffen?
1: How is this? Homework? Okay. See, I would like to tell you about what we've been doing in here, but there's such a thing as teacher-student confidentiality, and I don't want to be in breach of educational law, because I could be dismembered by the teachers' union. So. You expect us to believe this garbage?
0: I... Mr. S, don't you think you should just tell them about the project? What project? Our class project. Every school in the state is competing.
1: competing. I remember when we it shot this scene, you kept on saying, "Jack, Mr. keep Jack, looking out the look out day. the door. The cops there." Yeah, it's
2: like yeah,
1: because it, at the time of, I felt like, do I really need to do that? But now that I see it cut together, I'm like, yeah, it's the a good looks, thing. I, it's like the walls are closing in. That's
2: the it's, thing. it's so funny to see you in this grip here. It's like.
1: <laughs> Yeah. You know it's Zach up. is an insane guitarist. He's the next Hendrix and he's ten years old. And Gordon here, he's a genius. He did a whole professional light show on his
2: computer. The professional New York extras are kinda tough. They'll they'll find their way into every shot. <laughs> that was weird for me to <laughs> they're their own little secret society. It's like, Hey, did you see that? Here comes another. Like they'll, they'll find the camera. <laughs> it drove me crazy. You're like, hey, Stand in the background. It's like no. They
1: You're lucky they didn't write their own name on their face. <laughs> they would have. Sir, can I see you in the hall for a moment? Can I just let me just say a couple more things? What's going on? What's happening, officer? Apparently, that man is not Ned Schnibul.
2: Barry, this cop. I, I thought he was the right mix of not crazy cop, but yeah, he's believe he's a real cop. You you a real cop.
1: Yeah, that's a very believable performance. You're
2: apologizing to him? You know, cops, you can go way out of control. I remember feeling on this night with, <laughs> or day it was, but uh, with all you guys. This is the only scene where all four of you, the comedians, are all in the uh, scene together. That's true. Right? I remember, it's like what was going on off the, okay,
1: and I'm pretty sure I've touched
2: them. Remember coming up with this? Is like, yeah. can we pull this off?
1: Well, I loved it so it much like, in the read through when we did it that yeah. one time. But then I was... we we were we
2: tried it. Like, can we? Let's just see how it sounds. I think it's a tribute to like Scott Rudin's humor that yeah. he he went. Oh, I think that's subversive. You know, well, like you that's know, funny.
1: There were so many things like that. Like, the, I uh, your kids have touched me. That yeah. that's I thought was definitely going to be cut out.
0: Yeah.
1: Uh, Little evil thing called MTV. I right. thought that was gonna be cut out, and I'm I'm glad all those things I that felt I felt like were we so got funny, w- It's fun to feel like you got away with something, you
2: know. Yeah, <laughs> that's a good vibe. Getting away with it. Yeah, I mean, there's subtle little small victories in the big war, but.
1: Yeah. It's fun to see you guys going at it here. Right? It's been a long time coming. <laughs> When two people are screaming at each other at the same time like that, it it's kind of becomes music in a way. Yeah, there's two different y- horns blowing. I like that because if you
2: if you just concentrate on one or the other, they they're making total sense. Yeah, each of you. That's what's so great about that argument. You both have pretty legitimate,
1: you know, complaints. I've only whenever I've seen the movie, I, I only listen to my own side. Well, me. next time, next listen time listen to, I'm going to listen to Sarah's. To, I'm going to listen to Sarah's she next time. She has a really
2: good point about
0: you gotta know when to quit
2: <laughs> but what a jerk you
0: maybe you're I, right
1: maybe i suck it's not what i said well music is my life man what do you want me to do
0: i don't know but
2: i think it's time you moved out sorry
1: I'm more sorry <laughs> that is his favorite word that his character is always oh, yeah. sorry it has, to. It
2: has to.
0: so his name really
1: wasn't mr schneebley no, I was like doing something. Still hanging
2: on to his what drumsticks, about the though.
1: Mm. Wake up, Marco. There was no project. He just wanted us to play a show so we could make some money. I can't believe we weren't getting. This
2: scene old, went on much longer. It was a whole. A three this three was a three three tough days. scene. Yeah, I remember working days. on it. I mean, than with Mike, it was like, how do we, like, how how the do the do we get kids the kids going to, easier. you hey, know? No, you shut up.
1: You want to go? Huh? It's all very obligatory. Right. Um, that's a great exchange though between uh Kevin and, and Robert, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. So what are we supposed to do? I say we get out of here and play the damn show. and that's a great line. boom, we
2: cut it out on that, yeah, and that's halfway through the scene, but it's it's sort of all you needed, you often in movies you 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 get very literal and shoot the whole scene, yeah, but it's like, oh, we just plant the seed, like those kids they'll figure out. Suzanne Douglas plays Tamika's mom. She's wonderful. Okay, we're all here for the field trip. McIntyre, the bus driver. I think he worked the most days in the movie outside of... <laughs> he like he worked about 13 days. He was always there uh-huh. in the bus. How you doing, McIntyre?
1: I didn't have much say over the casting process. Not that I didn't have say, but I... I left that all up to you. I didn't really want to have any say in it because uh, that seems like one of the hardest parts is getting all the right people to be all the parts.
2: To me, that felt like the hugest challenge going in. It's like, we don't have a movie if we don't get this part right, like if the kids don't. I I was just kind of so in love with the kids. I mean, that's sort of a daunting undertaking. Like, admit it, heading into this movie, what was the biggest wild card in your mind? Probably the relation with the kids, like... Who are they going to be? How are they Are they going to be good? How fake? How real? You know, what could it be? Yeah. And it was just so fun to, like, they all were so unique, you know, in their own way. Oh, my God. I mean, what's the rule? Kids and animals and, you know, things
1: you avoid and... Well, yeah, they say that because they're so cute or whatever. They steal focus. I wasn't worried about that as much as I was just afraid of kids. I have a fear of kids. And I don't know what that's about, really, but I'm afraid they're they're going to be bored of me or something.
2: You did a funny improv there when you'll end up like me with nothing, except these albums, and that's a pretty cool speaker. You know, you kind of start listing oh, yeah. some of your favorite <laughs> things. <laughs> I almost used but that But besides one. that, nothing. Nothing, but, but that's pretty cool, and a couple guitars, but besides that, nothing.
0: <laughs> you kept <at> Why <laughs> didn't you
1: use it? <laughs> Once again. Once again. Gotta get to the gig. I don't know. No, it, it was funny.
2: but I would have been really afraid. Like, I wouldn't have been able to do this movie yeah. had I not had a 10-year-old daughter right. myself. That was the linchpin for my... To me, it was like Dewey's character, the rock and roll aspect, and the kids. Were 10 years ago, I would have been like, I'm either too intimidated, afraid, or what you just said, like, you'll find you might not have a rapport with them. Like, how do you relate to it, 11-year-old? Yeah. You know, like, it's been a long time, but having one made me think oh yeah by that age it reminds you remember how you were in fifth grade pretty cool you you appreciated adults who treated you like a real person yeah And I always thought that was the metaphor for the movie and kind of the the tone of the movie like I didn't see this as a kid's movie it's Dewey's movie and it features all these kids and you are pulling them up to your level
1: I don't I don't like people I don't know first of all I, I'm scared <laughs> of strangers most of the world yeah and then children, strangers are even scarier because uh, I feel like children maybe have the power to see through um, your uh, bogosity. <laughs> <laughs> they can tell if you're a phony or something. I was like, they're going to know I'm a fake. <laughs> and then once I got there and the kids were there, they, they were having so much fun just being there I in a know. movie. And, and they were so psyched to be doing comedy scenes with me that yeah, I just they turned l- into loved uh, you. I it love the vibe. Into a love fest.
2: Joan played this like with a certain kind of joy <laughs>
0: that was unexpected.
2: Like, she enjoyed that. Yeah, shoving it in these people's <laughs> face. Okay, uh, that is... There's the Mooney Suzuki. The Mooney Suzuki. Two of them. The other two are back in the little room back there. But... No, uh, they actually, they told me, they actually met, the main guys met at a Battle of the Bands in New Jersey years weird. ago. When we were arguing, like, the legitimacy of a big Battle of the Bands, they said, oh, yeah, we actually met at a Battle of the Bands.
0: That made me
1: feel good. They would have ended up writing. The finale song to the School of, of Rock. maybe
2: what will be like one of the Battle of the Band scenes in, in rock movie history.
1: Yeah. They were really stoked when they saw the movie. We raised the bar on Battle of the Band scenes. Sam Mooney gave me a call said he loved it. Who did? Sam Mooney. Lead singer of the Mooney Suzuki. The gave you a call? Yeah. Cool. Are you kidding? Okay,
2: listen up, you guys. We only have one song Ryan was sick this day. I remember poor kid had thrown up.
1: Oh, yeah. That's right. And
2: was back. There was a little bug going around.
1: There was a and everybody. bug. There was a bug barf bug, and we were banned. Wiped from, out the crew. Yeah. I mean, the cast. We the were not kids. allowed to uh, play sticks anymore. Every day we'd show
2: up, and what kid is sick today? Felt like for about three weeks in a row. What kid is sick? Who are we, I'm just glad I never caught Who are we the shooting bug? around? You know, I caught it. We had one day off during production, New Year's Eve. Remember, I got it. That it's a 24-hour virus. I had it. That. Oh man! So I didn't miss a day of work, but that the one day off was like. Let me just say, I love.
1: Okay, I don't love. (laughs) Here comes the uh, the prayer. The prayer. The band prayer. There was fear that maybe we would scare people that lived in the Bible Belt. I live in the Bible Belt. I have a good sense of humor about that. That's good. Because we're praying to the God of Rock.
2: Now, well, who is but that? That's not. Uh, can... well, you didn't say we're praying to God, the God of Rock, of Darkness, or That's true. God of Beelzebub. You were That's saying true. God of Rock. I think they saw it as like higher inspiration. Yeah.
1: Okay, this is Zach,
2: who Zachary plays Gordon Infante.
1: who I think is a. Uh, he really reminds me the most of myself when I was his age. The same sort of energy. Right. Yeah, a lot of really great makes... energy. Made me banded. laugh a lot on the set. Very much. I wish he had more lines in the yeah. movie, but uh, I know he's gonna—he's gonna, yeah, be great.
2: And I think I failed here. Like, I don't think I've talked to a few people who don't understand that this is the band that kicked you out. I know it's been an hour and oh, ten yeah, minutes yeah. or whatever, <laughs> but they don't. I mean,
1: my whole point was—look at that move he's doing back there.
2: But they're coughed and you know they've okay. got—he—he he cut his hair. They're wearing a different—obviously, they've been dressed. They're totally going for the record deal. But they've that got guy, the new guy,
1: that shirt that he's wearing, that anti-shirt that's just right. sort of leather sleeves— It's just sleeves. And that crazy, like, grinding dance right. <laughs> move, that's what's going to get him the supporting Oscar nomination. <laughs> well, I think Karen
2: Pat should get an Academy Award nomination for the costume, just that little shirt she came that up with. That was
1: incredible. Yeah. But I that made I me think laugh people... out loud every time I see it. But you see what that... I was saying, I was bummed
2: that people I don't know if this is I've heard it from a couple that oh that's they didn't get that that
1: was your old band. Yeah. Is that possible? I mean I thought it was pretty obvious. I don't know. But you know, it's know. obvious to me, but I too but I'm right in the middle of it, so yeah. I can't tell.
2: Adam Pascal, his heartfeltness of that sells it, his sincerity. Yeah yeah with his performance there Rock, his voice you this know and the
1: song was written by our own Zach mooningham
2: This little animation thing we worked on, just to have to keep it simple. We were going to have it throughout the whole show, all these different things like, no, let's pay it here and then freeze it. See the Rick Wakeman comes full circle from the time you gave him the CD, now he's
1: got a cape. So that's a little inside rocker thing. I like how Robert has the two keyboards, one on top of the other. Yeah. That's the Rick Wakeman. School. Well, the
2: toe—he would have it handheld, maybe on its side, doing that. <laughs> Remember, we had early, you know, uniforms for the kids, and they were just too Nickelodeon. These are a little bit Nickelodeon, but we thought it would to subvert the uniform idea, like they yeah. would take, you know, that that was maybe better than. There was some stuff that was just too cutesy. Agreed. I mean, it's still pretty cutesy, but it was a lot worse. This is where Rebecca Brown, the bass player, really totally is a rock star. Don't you think? Yeah. By the end, when you're doing the encore, if you look at her, she's amazing. She was an interesting kid. I mean, she's like also on the younger end. She was young, although she's kind of tall. But uh, she had this kind of vibe. And we see... We see Tamika here as total rock
1: star. <laughs> you remember one time I, I came off stage and I was like, didn't I ask for oxygen to be off in the wings?
0: <laughs> I don't,
1: did you? Maybe not. Yes, Maybe I did. You, I'm sure you did. I was a huffing and a puffing <laughs> stuff. What a wheezing, gasping, pathetic loser I am needed oxygen in the wings cuz i rock too hard that doesn't make me a loser but it doesn't sound very rocking to need oxygen to have a you're a little young <laughs> for that i could see like the rolling stones maybe needing oxygen at this point but not you well it depends on how hard you rock man mm-hmm. you rock hard enough you're going to need the oxygen and an iv and i rock extremely hard see the dry ice comes full circle that's right all these little I told him I wanted on dry and ice. And here it comes.
0: It's great to it plant is. a
2: seed in a movie and then to see it come back. See Jim O'Rourke came up with this little ditty with the, the free hand. It looks like he's saying
1: shame on you. Yeah,
2: kind of. He's <laughs> he's supposed to be like shooting a little gun. Really, he's just showing off that he can do it with one hand. Yeah, clearly. Robert side's a bit of a show-off.
1: <laughs> he's, a blue, he's a bit of a philosopher.
2: Oh, man. He's from a different century.
1: He wrote me a cool... Uh, Did you get a letter from him Nice working with you letter, yeah. Yeah, I got a, great, I got
2: a classic one. Felt like it was written from 1830 or something. Yeah. Flowery, beautiful. On this day, May the 1st. Right. So...
1: 2002.
2: Robert Lynn, who plays Lawrence's father, he also played Mao in uh, Kundun. Oh, really? Yeah. Scorsese is <laughs> So efficient here. You put down the guitar and then, woo!
1: What do you think he's more proud of? His oh, Mao. I'm, I'm sure this one. a father of. Yeah. Father of Lawrence. Here. I always like love this shot.
2: You felt like a little dog who was getting his belly scratched or something. Yeah. You're just kind of happy. <laughs> you know. <laughs>
1: yeah. Were you at all nervous jumping into the crowd? Hell yeah. I've never done that in reality. <laughs> yeah. I, why? Why would one? Uh, I mean, some people do. No. I mean, it seems like a fun thing to do, but. Well, you afraid? I just what? feel you're gonna like get the, an eye, I'm going to hurt somebody. I'm too yeah. heavy. I feel like people that stage dive should, you shouldn't stage dive if you're above 150 pounds. There's a cutoff. And I'm well above that. <laughs> Once you've cracked 200 pounds, you really should. Do everyone a favor. Don't, <laughs> Don't stage dive. <laughs> well, we had strategically put a few stuntmen out there in your path. The thing is, if the you're, main if you're like caught. six foot six and 200 pounds, that's okay because your weight is distributed. But I'm like, you know. Five foot six and a half, bowling ball size. (laughs) Here comes a 200-pound ball of pain. Hey, man. But they were ready for me, man. They flipped you like a pancake. They caught me. They flipped me Mm. like a pancake. You were done. It was, you know, it was kind of a dream come true, to tell you the truth. I've always wanted to do it. I got to do it for real. Yeah, it's a fun moment.
0: Summer Hathaway, nice to meet you. Nice to meet you.
2: This scene went on much longer, too. This was fun. Lucas Papillius and the drummers talked, and he says, "You tap, man?" It just kind of kept going. Yeah. It was fun, and just them kind of bonding <laughs> no.
1: No, <I> am the <laughs> that tattoo's kind of like a target or something. <laughs> you kind of asked for it. Is that where you aim the bow and That's arrow That's where you aim the bow and arrow like, to pff- kill him boom. instantly just
2: put him down right in the. Oh, he slides in this little. Oh,
0: my God.
2: What? <laughs> I'm sorry. <Are> you <laughs> no, you remember, like, I know in early drafts they won the battle. It was a more convoluted story. Oh yeah, they did win, but there's really only two choices: they win or they don't win. When you when you're working with a whole crowd. It's easy to get them all to do... They kind of all tend to do the same thing. Yeah. So we
1: got various levels of response to the victory, to the next thing. (laughs) All I know is this guy right coming up here. Here comes one of my favorite parts of the movie. Not this. That guy. That guy! Lower left. I love that guy. Uh, What's wrong, Summer? Didn't you hear? We lost? Hey, chill out, dude. Rock isn't about getting an A. Sex Pistols never won anything. Don't let the man get you down. Yeah, I mean, dude, you gotta cheer up. We played a kick-ass show. We did, didn't we? It was unbelievable, wasn't it? Yeah. It's an encore. They want us to go play another song. It's good. Go, you guys. Wait, no, no, just the band. Okay, that's everybody. funny.
2: Go. I love that you threw in, okay, everybody. You know, that's like.
0: Yeah. The
2: These, way you get away with shots, like, this is all one shot. Look, we're in the back of the theater. And, like, yeah. this would really beg for a close-up of you guys coming out. Yeah. But I thought it would be more grand, you know, to be wide and then move into a close-up. Right. But. The triumphant moment is maybe you guys coming back on stage.
1: Holy crap. Yeah. How many times did we do this shot yeah. before I got it right? I think I did it seven times. I Well, on forgetting. I did
2: pull a fast one on you because we weren't going to do this this day. That's true. Remember? we were the, As scripted, we were going to go into a close-up of a guitar. And I said, well, let's... I had the idea on that day. Let's tie in the song a little more to, to the next scene. But that yeah. wasn't—we hadn't rehearsed it. We but, weren't really. It doesn't matter how ready. much
1: how much notice I had. I definitely should have known the first two lyrics to that song. It would have helped. But it I just got a little helped. stage fright and kept on forgetting those first well, two lines. Well, but it,
2: it was sprung on you. It was. Sprung. It doesn't help. The spring was sprung. I feel bad about the spring. <laughs> but you know, we had to do it. I'm glad we did. This is good because Summer's not in the band, but we get a good final thing with Summer. It looks like I made that myself.
1: You didn't that, that little poster. No. This is okay. crazy, man. You know what's crazy <laughs> is that this song goes till the end of the credits.
2: Yeah. Well, we I mean, knew a lot it, of... we knew it could stretch with the improvs and stuff. Well, this this particular song. Let's talk about where this grew out of. I mean I saw it in a rehearsal a couple weeks before.
0: Yeah. But
1: you guys have been riffing on this for
0: a yes. while,
2: right?
1: Every time we would jam, we would we, we would, would at end. some point play that song. Yeah,
2: I was like, because there was some question on like what what do we go out on? What song are you guys? And yeah, so I think it's, this was there was this, some talk of some different songs, but yeah, ultimately things this we one, had played around. But this was this was the way to
1: go because you could you could have fun and and well, work up. Plus, in a movie called The School of Rock, it yeah. felt good to say it's a long way to the top if you want to yeah. rock and roll. And it is the perfect song to riff on. Yeah. You can get
2: these solos out. Yeah. Well, we shot this in about, we had like an, maybe an a couple hours, one of our second to last day of production. Yeah. It was like, okay, closing credit song. It's one of those things that's not really scripted. it wasn't scheduled it wasn't but it's like hey we want to do this thing so it's like okay you got two hours and it's like okay we have two cameras and let's go but But I really felt this could be a fun way to leave (laughs) (laughs) like you see the actors really laughing because obviously this isn't Rehearsed was this, or that face
1: thing, you're just totally making that up. So, this was not the last thing was shot of the movie because I remember no, you said,
2: Remember, we were outside right the bus thing at the end in Staten Island, but this the was plan. the last thing in the stages. Oh, okay.
1: But wasn't it the plan to end with this and that would be the end of the movie? That would have been great, that would have been it a, never works of out perfect. that
2: way. No. Actually, my I wanted the last shot to be you at the urinal. Oh, great. Sh- <laughs> I don't uh, know why I thought that would have been. <laughs> Like, do this and then do that, and that'd be the That would be a good one. That's a wrap. High fives. How
1: come no one's giving me a high five? We did it well.
2: Our very last scene actually was pretty good, because all the kids were there. It was the bus scene.
1: Now, I've seen a lot of movies where they have footage during the credits. Uh, I don't don't,
2: like that, when they do outtakes or funny stuff. Look,
1: I'm not saying that this is the... But I can't think of any movies where there's the well, movie goes until the credits are To out. me,
2: the movie's not over yet. Like, you shouldn't leave the theater. You're a total, like, bum if you leave the theater before this sequence, because this is the ultimate you're lesson. The, yeah. You know, this is the movie continues. Like,
1: But what I'm trying you're... to say is, I think it's it's the first time it's ever been done. <laughs> and I can tell you're trying to avoid stroke this. Stroke a little harder. On I'm that. trying to stroke the shaft. <laughs>
2: Doing a pretty good job. Have you
1: ever seen it? Um, not exactly. Buddy, of but of course you haven't. Of course you haven't. <laughs> I mean, but does, I that, like make, does trick... that make some people mad when it's like, "Look, I want to see my credit on black screen, no, not because over... everybody leaves." So right, that's you true. actually, as a crew member, you have a better opportunity to, to be seen be, here, true.
2: just in case the eye. It's funny. You sort of grabbed the mic from Alicia here. She was bogarting the mic. But she bogarted on the take before. She really bogarded it, but you right. sort of do a preemptive bogard. I anticipated prevention. a bogart. Yeah, but she wasn't technically
1: no, bogarting. She wasn't, uh, it wasn't fair of me. <laughs> it really wasn't. No.
2: It was a residual effect from a previous bogarding. <laughs> yeah. Now, Caitlin totally riffed this stuff. This surprises. Like this She is... totally made this up.
1: Think of something
2: witty Not kid like sure. that was great she breaks the fourth wall yeah and then did. you go with it it's that's coming up okay that's I good. like the underwear shiner. <laughs> <laughs> you were the fun older brother or whatever and yeah I mean I would have liked to been that but I realized I was the authority that's right you were the man I had to be the man I had to be <laughs> and I tried to be as cool and as light about it, but I was the one who had to say, okay, let's get to work. I was the, I was the damn, you were the fun guy. I'm sorry, dude, but you I did. And I had
1: to be the jerk. You fell into my trap. You got me. I was the Pied Piper you were
2: the of, fun uh, guy. of rock and roll no, dreams. That's the only way it
1: can be. But I, I love the
2: kids. They were just, you know.
1: DVD is over. Don't forget to put it in the jewel case package. If it gets a scratched up then it's totally worthless. You got to go get another one. They're not indestructible like they said they would be back in 1989. Well, listen, this has been uh, the the DVD commentary. I'm Jack Black.
0: You're you're Richard Linkletter. Yeah. Thanks for watching.